This week on the Colin and Smear podcast, we record our first episode ever from our new studio and bring you up to speed on what we've been up to over the past month. It's been a while since our last podcast upload and a lot has happened over that time. We've been busy moving into our new space as well as launching our first ever online storytelling course. The course goes over everything that we've learned as storytellers in the past 10 years. We also made a storytelling guide that has worksheets in it and exclusive stories that you get as a PDF when you sign up for the course. And lastly, one of the coolest parts is that we have an exclusive Slack channel for students. We're in there giving feedback and just talking all things storytelling and YouTube with everyone who's in it. Now, a lot of you guys in the podcast audience really helped us shape what this course turned out to be. And for that, we're really thankful for all of your feedback and all of your ideas. If you're interested in checking out the course, we do have an exclusive podcast code that you can use to get 10% off on Moment's website. It's Tell Better Stories. That's all one word. And the link for our course is in the description for this podcast, as well as in the bio of our Instagram. Also, if you want to remember what that code is after you listen to this podcast, we actually pinned it to the top of our Twitter and uh, you can just go check that out. It just says tell better stories. Uh, And yeah, it's exclusively for all of you who listen to this podcast uh, to check that out and be able to just copy and paste it right into the moment checkout. So as we get settled into this new studio, we do plan on releasing more podcasts and we're really excited about that. So thank you so much for bearing with us and we hope you guys enjoy this episode of the Colin and Samir podcast. Do you know that it's been uh, exactly one month since our last podcast? I, I could see that. I've missed it. I've noticed its absence. Yeah, it's. I've definitely felt its absence. We are also in a brand new space right now. There's I would imagine you can hear it. So much has changed over the past month since the last time we uploaded a podcast. I mean, where was our channel at even? I think we've gained 30,000 subscribers since our last podcast, probably. All right, man, you don't have to flex on them that early in the podcast. Sorry, I feel like it's a flex-free <laughs> zone on the podcast. <laughs> no, you're right, but yeah, I mean... We've done the opposite of flex so much on this podcast that I think it's okay to flex. (laughs) So 30 days ago, um, when we first started uploading this podcast, or first started, when the the last time we uploaded a podcast here, um, I mean, we had just moved into this office space. There was no furniture in here yet. We were sorting out what we were going to do on YouTube, still kind of trying to figure some things out, working through some growing pains of our YouTube channel. Um, and now it feels like we're in a completely different flow. So when you think about, like you just mentioned, we've gained about 30,000 subscribers. Um, things have changed pretty drastically. What do you think, uh, what do you think is, has contributed to that change over the past month? Well, I think better titles and thumbnails, that's for sure. I know in our course, you know, we talk a lot about titles and thumbnails, uh, but the reality is, We've learned so much even since then, and we'll be updating our course with like what we've learned, but from a title thumbnail perspective, it's night and day in my opinion. And where do you think the, uh, like titles and getting good titles and thumbnails is one thing, but how do you, like, how have we, how have we gotten better at the decision-making process here of what to make? Well, we've definitely started to understand our audience a little bit better. And I think the value that we're trying to offer, um, we have such specific conversations about creator business all the time, but those were conversations that weren't necessarily hitting our YouTube channel. And now I think our mindset is a little bit more, 
set on going all in on creator business and giving as much value as we possibly can to people who are watching. You know, similar to, I feel like now a lot of our videos are similar to if we were writing a textbook on creator business, but mm-hmm. they're much more visual and there's some personality. I, I don't know if I fully saw our videos like that before. Yeah, I think we were always talking about the creator space, um, but not as much around the business of creators. And I think, I mean, the reality is it's only probably two to three videos ago when we really opened up um, and talked about our own vi- our own business, which I think was a really big turning point. Um, yeah, that was... Which actually was two videos ago. It wasn't that long ago, but that was the last video we uploaded. Um, we've only uploaded two videos since the last podcast. Um, yeah. And that video, I think, really changed a lot for us. Yeah, and if you look back, uh, the couple of videos before that video, which is called How Much Money YouTube Pays Us, where we talk about our own business and how much money we make from AdSense, the videos that lead up to that one, uh, two specifically stick out to me. TikTok's Takeover Explained, 46,000 views. Right after it, How Much Money Can You Make on TikTok? 130,000 views. Yeah. So just by talking about money and the business side, of creators, you're looking at, granted they're different videos, but similar topics, similar lengths, uh, you're looking at more than double the amount of viewership. Yeah, and I think, you know, one thing we cover in our course is transformative storytelling. And I think the one thing you recognize is the single most transformative thing there is, is money. Totally. It's like, I mean, there's nothing more transformative in our minds than making money. And we've been talking about this a lot lately, and we give this advice to a lot of other YouTubers that you know, a lot of times the titles and thumbnails that do best have to do with either sex, drugs, or rock and roll. We're not going to talk about sex really on this channel. We're not going to talk about drugs. Uh, and rock and roll really means money, like living like a rock star. So that's right. one area where I think we can dig in a little bit, which we've already started to explore, that has so much to do with transformation. It's really fun too. Like it's a really fun thing to talk about because again, it's scaling our personal conversations uh, into our YouTube channel, which is this is a side of ourselves that we didn't really show on YouTube before. Like our, our true passion for the business of the creator world. And I find it really fun to get into the specifics of it. You know, you look at why Mr. Beast will be YouTube's first billionaire. That's actually slightly more of a general take on the business side, even though it goes into the specifics of his business. Um, but how much money YouTube pays us is cut and dry, exactly how much money we make. Mm-hmm. You go straight into the specifics. And as a viewer, that, those are the videos that I like to watch. I want to know mm-hmm. uh, exactly what's happening in someone's business. I, you know, it's, it's more authentic. I don't want anything cut out. I think one of the most interesting things now for us is we've been uploading more content to YouTube. And it seems like once you hit a few in a row that are... Uh, that are like clearly on the same track that have real, that have good titles, high click through rate and that are long videos. So they have a high average view duration. You just start to see that your content gets served at a different scale than it used to. Um, and that has been a really interesting thing for us to go through now is that, I mean, even yesterday, granted it was a, it was a fantastic, uh, experiment that we did with, with our title and thumbnail. We put out a video called deleting this video tomorrow and the thumbnail showed how many hours were left 
for you to watch the video. Yeah. So it started at 24 hours and then slowly decreased until there was uh, no time left to watch the video, and then the video was down. And that um, video in 24 hours has 62,000 views, over 1,000 a, a comments, close to, I think, four or 5,000 likes. I mean, that amount of viewership and engagement in 24 hours, we could, I don't think we could do that, you know, two months ago. Yeah. I mean, um, the closest thing we got to it was uh, the video called How Much YouTube Pays Us, which uh, did 50,000 overnight. Um, so really interesting to see, um, you know, where where certain things like just have, have really started to become clear to us about, you know, it's the intersection of how YouTube works and how the YouTube algorithm works when it comes to high click-through rates and high average view durations, as well as our own brand and being a lot more clear on what is the next video that we're excited about, that our audience would be excited about, and that works for the YouTube algorithm. You have to hit all those things um, at the same time. Yeah, and the good thing is that I think it makes filming the video is more fun because you can have a little bit more confidence in the substance of your video and the purpose behind it. And then you can add a lot of personality around the edges, which is really one of the most fun parts. But if you don't understand your purpose, you know, you could be going through a fun vlog, but at the same time, it could be really confusing why you're doing it and it holds you back. Mm -hmm. So I think it's great now that I think we have a renewed sense of uh, a little bit of identity, brand identity and purpose, you know, what we want to deliver to our audience. And it allows it to be a little bit more fun. For sure. Yeah. It's been, it's been a really interesting, uh, exploration of, of our own brand and of YouTube. And now we have, you know, it's, it's really fun to have an a additional 30,000 people to talk to, um, who are interested in what we're doing and, and to continue to try and grow that. We're at 154,000 subscribers. My hope and the goal that we had set, um, for the end of this quarter is 200,000. So that means that by the end of September, we're aiming to have 200,000. And the interesting thing is, it doesn't feel out of the question. No, I think if we make the right choices. That feels really attainable. Considering, I mean, considering we were able to grow 30,000 in 28 days, uh, it's like the math is actually not out of the question. So as long as we keep uh, on the same track, then we can do it. I think something really interesting about our video that we deleted after 24 hours is we, we plugged our Instagram a couple of times and we grew, I think, 400 people on Instagram. Mm -hmm. We haven't plugged the podcast in ages right. on our YouTube channel. This is still such a tight-knit group of people that have been following us since the beginning, all of you who are listening, because we really have not advertised this podcast. That's true. I, I, think, uh, I think it'll change over time, um, we're exploring now with this new studio space that we're in, um, we're, we're working actively on building a new podcasting studio. Rode, the microphone company, is sending us a bunch of podcasting gear, and we're actually going to like invest in, in podcasting. Um, not that we haven't today, but it's just been like the most simple setup. Like Colin said, we barely promote it. It's a very tight-knit community that uh, listens to our show. And now we're thinking about filming the podcast, turning it into maybe a separate channel, um, starting to really increase the output from this studio. So for those of you who are listening, I'd be really interested to hear your feedback on that and, and what, you, what your thoughts are. I think we'll always keep the Colin and Samir podcast like this, where we're just talking directly to you. 
um, telling you how we're feeling, talking about our business, how it's growing, the ups, the downs, um, everything about us and creator business. The idea would be to maybe have a uh, complimentary podcast to The Breakdown that's very creator-focused, very social media-focused. I mean, we can then we can cover topics immediately. Like just even, for example, as the TikTok ban has come to uh, be in the news a lot more and be a, lot, a topic of conversation that's evolving, for us to make a YouTube video, I think took about four days on it. But so much can happen in those four days that you wanna be able to have a content format that can like just be super reactionary. And our YouTube videos just aren't like that because of our nature of filmmaking and the way that we put things together. It just takes takes longer. It's just yeah, I'm natural. curious to see if we respond to current events and we get it out quickly with the right title and thumbnail on a second channel, what happens? Yeah, I'm really inspired by all the podcasting channels and like the, uh, we're, we're actually going on a podcast this, uh, this week uh, on Thursday on Graham Stevens' podcast um, called The Ice Coffee Show. Pretty wild. I was just walking down the street on Saturday and Graham just went, hey, Colin. <laughs> I can't believe he said Colin. If you don't know who Graham is, Graham's a, a big YouTuber. He has a great YouTube channel where he talks about finance. Uh, and he's recently become a subscriber of ours and started watching our videos. And it just so happens that Samir ran into him the other day. It's very serendipitous. And I, can't, I he must have just slipped and called I know. Colin. I think, I think it's just because that's uh, the... Um, that's like the name of our channel is Colin yeah. and Samir. Colin is first, but it actually happens more often than you think. It happens in email a lot where people like you are having a correspondence. Well, with that the most recent version of that made no sense, but yeah, it does happen more often than you would think that someone calls me Colin. But anyway, we're going to go on Graham's podcast. Yeah. Uh, Which is awesome. And he started, he actually has three channels. He's got multiple channels. Um, one of which is a, is a long form podcast. So I'm, I'm really excited to explore that. I think having a format that's just loose, that's like us just talking. And when something happens, being able to be like, let's record, like, let's just flip it on and start talking is really exciting. I think though, when we respond to current events, uh, as they have to do with media, those will be part of a separate podcast, right? I don't think yeah. those, those are not going to be the Colin and Samir podcast. No, that's what be, I was saying. Is oh, that you said the, the, yeah, yeah. That's breakdown what, podcast. Yeah. Sorry. I must have are you zoned plugged out. out? <laughs> I must have plugged out. Um, <laughs> one, because I've been, I've been editing today and when I'm editing, my brain is mush. Okay. Um, but two, I was also scrolling through our email. I wanted to bring up this email from uh, a woman named Jenna Hazard. Uh, just speaking of this small, intimate group. Did you see this email? Mm-hmm. I just think it's really cool. Uh, she wrote to us. She's a writer. She says she's not a, a YouTube creator, but uh, she listens to our podcast and just said, I love how honest you guys are on the podcast. It's cool to hear you talk about different ways to keep viewers engaged. I especially like how you're structuring your videos. Um, and it's encouraging to hear about your failures. So it's cool to hear that, you know, she's a writer. She's not a YouTube creator, uh, but she enjoys listening to the podcast and hearing about you know, our creative journey. And that's really the goal of it. That's what I love about the podcast is being able to be so honest and, uh, you know, tell people what it's like to try and make a career as a creative. And uh, hopefully it does inspire and help other people out there, whether you're making videos or not. Yeah, I thought that email was really cool. Again, like this is the most unique audience group that we have uh, in that, that like not everyone here is a YouTube creator. And that's one of the coolest things. Um, and I love reading the emails from all of you guys. Just so interesting. Um, now also I think like being able to interact directly with our audience is something that I want to do much more. 
Um, and that is a big reason why we've started to open up a direct to consumer side of our business, meaning where like we created this online educational course, um, you, the audience can, can purchase it. And then actually one of the coolest things is that when you do purchase it, you get to get into our, like this private Slack channel and we get to just talk about ideas. We get to talk about, um, the course itself. We get to get feedback from you, um, and it's so cool because it's just like actually putting names to people who are taking the course and people from the course are actually talking to each other. It's like the embodiment of a community that's totally different from the YouTube comment section. Um, it's just an actual conversation and you and I actually pop in there and uh, help people out with their ideas, with their videos, just like it's, it's one of the coolest things. Um, and so I think as we go down this path of, of having, you know, the course and, and probably eventually scaling out more direct to consumer content offerings and thinking about merchandise and ways where we can actually just work directly with our audience is really exciting. Um, that to me is, is, is one of the coolest, especially when we get emails like that. I'm like, wow, this is one of the coolest relationships you can have as a creator or anyone who's making things is a direct line of communication to the person on the other side. And I think through merchandise, through paid content, you have that, that, that we want to build those opportunities for that direct line of communication. Yeah. It's, it's really fun to see emails like that because I send those types of emails to people that I listen to. Like we are this, I feel like we are the audience. We would be the audience of our own podcast mm -hmm. <laughs> in a way. Like we consume this type of content. Um, and so it's, it's fun to sort of get to experience both sides where I am an audience member to a lot of other podcasts and get inspiration from a lot of other people, but then it's fun to also have our own community. Yeah. What's your take on ketchup? Do you still use ketchup? I could tell this is where that was leading Yeah, from where we were, You're right. you know, just a few seconds ago. I was just wondering. Uh, yeah, I do. I do still use ketchup. On what? Like in what context are you using ketchup? In what context am I using ketchup? All right, if I make a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich, I'm going to put salt, pepper, ketchup on it. Interesting. Yeah. That's fascinating. See, the reason I ask is because that's one of the condiments that I used to use all the time. All the time. Most people grow up using a ton of ketchup. All the time. Most people use Big ketchup guy. Most people, arguably, when they start consuming ketchup, they use too much. Sure. Neither here nor there, but I used to use a lot of ketchup. Went to the grocery store well, recently. I don't think it is neither here nor there because we're talking about ketchup. But we're talking about it in your adult life. Oh, well. And on Saturday, I turned 31 and I was, you know, kind of went to the grocery store on Sunday and I went by the ketchup and I was like, I haven't bought you in seven years. I, I don't think I've used ketchup in seven years. I got a question. Is this yeah. something you brought up to Katie or is this like an internal conversation? Internal conversation that I've saved for. It was you speaking to ketchup. This is something that I've saved for the podcast that clearly you aren't as excited about. No, I'm not. I'm excited about it. I actually I just, think this podcast has just taken off Yeah. Uh, now that you've brought up ketchup. Right. But I'm just curious. The You know, I wanted to know, was this an external dialogue or is this you in the grocery store recently what's turned your, 31 what's, you've seen, speaking with the ketchup? I feel on like the, you have an I issue just, with this topic. I just that, am ex I'm interested just in exploring. To, I think it's interesting. It's just something I wrote as a topic for the podcast. But Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I think it's a good topic. I'm just trying to dive no, let's deeper shift back to, into uh, the moment that you are speaking to ketchup on. Shift back to what you want to talk about, like our business or something, you know? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> carry on. Yeah. 
Okay. Anyhow. Yeah. So the course has been great. Um, it's been an awesome experience to see everyone sharing their pages that they've filled, which is an exercise that we do from the course. And just like, it was kind of nerve wracking the night before we released the course, I was pretty nervous. I 100% want to talk about the course. I just want to close the loop on the ketchup. Oh, you're back to the ketchup. See, you're the one bringing no, up the ketchup. I just want to close the loop. Yeah. Why did you bring up the ketchup or did it just come out of nowhere? Came out of nowhere. It's right. just a thought Carry in my on. head. That's it was I just something know. I wanted to bring up to you. I was curious. No. I, I, I had a, a hunch. It's something we've never talked about, but I had a hunch that you consume it more regularly than me. Yeah. And yeah, I was curious yeah, in was what correct. context, like, are you making yourself fries and then dipping them in ketchup or? No, I don't make, I don't really but, make fries at home. Yeah. You answered the question, which yeah, is so, bacon, egg and cheese. Okay, carry on. Back to the course the night before. Yeah. I was uh, pretty nervous. Yeah. I was pretty nervous too. I was, cause we had spent so much time in it, editing it and, uh, adjusting it. Um, and I wasn't, was when you get too close to a project, I'm sure a lot of you listening know, you're not really sure if it's, you're not confident if it's good anymore because you've, there's so much self doubt that can happen as you're working on a project that takes two months uh, and a lot of energy. And I mean, two months, like on the post-production side, like this is, yeah. We, I mean, we shot this thing back in March. It's been a long, oh no, no, May, May. It was yeah, one it, of those M months. And it's an hour and a half of, of video of content. And you know, it, it's felt like a documentary where you work on it for a couple months and then you're getting ready to release it and you're just so nervous. But this was even more nerve wracking because we were, you know, charging people for it. It was the first time we were doing something like that. And I think also for me, like I know that we're, we're, we're asking people to pay uh, and not, it's not an insignificant amount of money. It's, it's, it's a premium product. There was a lot of people who worked on this. Um, there was days and days of production. And like you said, over two months of post-production. So there was a lot weighing on this in a different way than you, even if you work on a YouTube video for two weeks, it's still like, I know I'm going to make another one. And like what I'm asking of people is their, the investment of their time and energy. Yeah. Um, and with a YouTube video, if they're not interested anymore in putting time into it, they stop watching and they go to the next one. Right. No big deal. This is a definitely a different type of situation. It's also the first time we've directly asked our audience to pay money for anything. Uh, and I think that all those things combined, um, made me feel like, uh, just, just a little nervous, uneasy, and just unsure of, of how things, how it was going to go. I, I thought maybe like we'd wake up and I was so curious to see what the first review or the first response was going to be to the course. Like someone was, I knew someone was going to watch it and tweet about it or talk about it and just really wanted to know what, what their reaction was going to be, um, and it was so cool to wake up and have it be overwhelmingly positive. That's like exactly what you dream of, best case scenario. Yeah, it's nice. And, you know, tweets and messages are still coming in about it, which is really great to see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think what made me feel a little bit better about it was that it's going to be a living, breathing course for the next two to three months. So uh, we're going to be adding sections, taking uh, people behind the scenes throughout every step of the way for a video we're going to be making for our channel. Um, and are going to be responding to, you know, some of the things that come up in the private Slack group that people want to know. So I had some comfort in that, in that, you know, if there were things that people felt, oh, if, if there was a universal feeling across a lot of the people that we had left something out, I knew we had an opportunity to make sure that we could provide the value there. But yeah, it was, it was definitely a, a nerve wracking moment. Yeah. I think it's, it's good though. One thing that I, 
reflect on with it is there's been a few moments in our career where I have those nerve wracking moments where it's like the night before something and I just like can't sleep. And I think the important thing as a creative and as anyone who's doing anything really is like, if you're trying to make things, if you're trying to do things different, you should have a lot of those type of experiences where you're feeling nervous about something. Because that means you're really pushing yourself into a new space. You know, like being able to take this step, this was a huge step for us because we made something for our audience and they're able to transact with it. It's just brought us into a whole new world. We pushed forward on our mission to educate the next generation of storytellers. We made a 30-page storytelling guide, which is something we've always wanted to make that goes along with the course. Yeah, it told some cool uh, exclusive stories in there. There's like uh, writing and worksheets. It's just all these things we've talked about for years. We just put ourselves in a situation where we had to do them and we ended up doing them to the best of our ability. And that is uh, something that I think is really important in, in creativity, in business, in life, where you just set these goals that almost feel like unattainable and then you just have to do them. And every time we've done that, it's, it feels like you level up in a way where you're like, okay, now that I've had this experience, I can build on this experience. Yeah. And I find the course to be very fulfilling because I'm confident that we're giving people value and helping them build a skill set that's helped us so much. Whereas three years ago on our YouTube channel, some of our videos, maybe the only intention of them was to entertain the 6,000 people that watched it. And I, I don't, there's nothing wrong with entertaining and having that being the, the value of your, of your content. Um, but I feel like you and I are actually much more well-suited to teach and educate mm -hmm. as, you know, through entertainment. But I feel a real uh, comfortable, I feel a lot more comfortable uh, sinking back into like an educational role. I mean, I think, you know, you were a, a high school lacrosse coach mm -hmm. and I feel like it's very natural for you to be oh, I love it. a coach I, it, and a teacher. I, I think like the thing that I didn't ever think about is these are the conversations I have with creators on a weekly basis. Like one of my favorite things in the world is to go out for coffee with a creator and help troubleshoot something in their business. And now to be doing it in the, in the private Slack group. Yeah is really enjoyable. I get up in the mornings, I check the Slack group yeah. and I can't wait to help people with titles and thumbnails. It's so cool. It's, it's like scaling our, it's like scaling consulting services in a really unique way. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, I just think it's opened up a whole new avenue that I'm just really excited about. I, I just can totally, you know, see the world where this expands. I'd love to create a monthly membership uh, club or, a, or, a, like almost like a, even like a paid subscription Academy, which is something we've talked about. That's a monthly fee to be involved. And it's like a living, breathing school. Um, that we, that, that's like the coolest thing. The Nelk boys just launched their own membership club. It's quite the opposite. Uh, it's not a school, but it's amazing to me that everyone's doing it. Like the direct to consumer content is the future of creators. Uh, it's kind of the now of creators, but it's the, it's the only fans model. Um, it's the Patreon. It's like all these different things that have come about. This is how creators are going to move forward for sure is uh, a lot of things are going to be behind a paywall. 
And it's interesting to see who's doing it and what they're putting behind the paywall. Yeah. A lot of creators do a lot of exclusive content, Q and A's, things that you won't get on their actual YouTube channel. I think what will make ours unique is that it will be treated like a school. Yeah. I mean, the way we're going to do it is totally different. Uh, but I just, I watched the Nelk boys like value prop video, which is like, so Nelk boys, you know, like they're like sitting in their backyard, like with beers and like cigarettes, just like, it's so Nelk boys. But the, like, part of their value prop is they're going to give away $10,000 in cash a month. They like fly you out to these crazy experiences. It's actually similar to Logan Paul has a, has a membership club too. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how these, how these like pan out. Yeah. Uh, because like the Patreon vibe is totally different. That's like support your creator. You get some exclusive content. Um, but now there's these like clubs where there's a lot more. There's like, there's just a lot more happening uh, in yeah. those clubs, like I car think, giveaways. And like, it's like scaling the YouTube friend group experience uh, out. But those are confusing to me. I, I question how long they'll last because I don't know as a viewer, what the overall trajectory is. Like, what's the goal of joining the, the Logan Paul club yeah. other than like supporting him and seeing the exclusive stuff. But who will I be a year down the road after right. paying for Logan Paul's exclusive yeah, I agree. paid content offering? It's like, a very like right now. And as creators who are going to move that direction and who already have started and are seeing what it looks like with our course, it's much easier for me to plan out what the experience would be like for someone who's a paid subscriber of ours for a year when I think about it like a school, um, even though it's going to be entertainment as well. It's much easier to think, all right, well, first half of the year is going to be like 101, second half of the year, 102. How can we add mm -hmm. value to that? And how can we really provide a sense of community to these people? And I even look at it right now with the 260 or 70 people or something that are in our course what if they stick with us in some shape or form for the next five years, 10 years? Right. What does it look like for them to grow with us mm -hmm. and learn with us? Yeah, that's a really exciting thing that we've been exploring and, and working on. I think we just really, you know, we did a podcast around brainstorming our unique value prop and coming up with um, some really cool taglines for the breakdown that I don't, I don't think we use anymore, but they were really cool, um, which was no more about the now. Yeah. Uh, and I think at first that felt very like, uh, initially I think that felt very newsy. And now I think that same tagline actually still works, but it's very much more like to be, we've grown over the past couple of months to be more strategic and tactical. Meaning as a viewer, you're going to walk away with understanding how you can apply some of these things that are happening in the news or that are coming across your feed, how you actually can digest them and put them into practice for yourself. Like, what does it mean that TikTok is getting banned? We kind of go into that in our latest video and talk about actually, what does that mean as a creator? What are your opportunities? What you should, what should you be thinking about? Who's winning? Who's losing? Um, that's, that's uh, been a really fun part where all of our content across the board now, whether it's behind a paywall, um, whether it's, uh, you know, free, whether it's this podcast or even now, as we look at merch, like everything is about building this community around educating and empowering the next generation of storytellers. Um, and I think that's been so amazing to land on that value prop and to land on that internal mission statement because it just unifies everything you do during the day. It like glues it all together and you're mm -hmm. just like, okay, this is why, this is exactly why I'm doing everything. It gives such a big sense of purpose across the board. 
yeah, like the people in our course would be interested in our video that's coming out tomorrow. Right. Like it adds, it continues to add value. I mean, so if in you're our, in our if you're in our ecosystem, yeah. everything that we're doing should help you out. I thought the coolest thing was in our Slack channel, people talked about our video that came out yesterday. So in our in our uh, private Slack channel for the course, people talked about our title thumbnail experiment. And to me, that's like the coolest thing. I even, it, it, it's, it's a really exciting thing to be able to start building this and being able to interact with the community in that way. You know, it's cool. I'm going to interrupt you for a second. Please. Uh, because of a tweet uh, from Joe Albanese. I love Joe. Shout out to Joe. He's coming here on Friday. Just tweeted, I want to gift a handful of up and coming creators the YouTube storytelling course from Colin and Samir. DM me your channel and a little bit about yourself and I'll email you the link to the course. Did you know he was doing that? I didn't. He just texted me and I didn't check the text. So that must have been what the check text was about. That's awesome, Joe. It's Thank happening you. live. That's cool. Joe is a founder. Uh, of also, a, I want, sorry, yeah. I want to add, if you're interested uh, and you're listening right now, yeah. uh, his handle is at Joseph P. Albanese. So that's J-O-S-E-P-H-P-A-L-B-A-N-E-S-E. -E -E. Did you follow that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Just saying, well, if you want to yeah, win the course, Joe, there's your Joe, I had a fantastic Zoom call with Joe. He's a founder of a business called Stir. Uh, their website is usestir.com. While they're developing, they're doing these really cool drops on their website. It sounds like this might be one of his drops, which is awesome. Um, but one of the drops was they launched a page called fyp.rip, which is for you page dot rip, uh, which allowed you to download all of your TikToks before TikTok gets deleted. I saw that. I didn't know that was him. That was him. So he has like a group of developers. So while he's developing his uh, platform, which is called Stir, it's an accounting software and kind of a backend business software for creators. He's, his developers are making these like really cool viral uh, drops that is bringing a lot of audience and traction to what he's doing at Stir. Super interesting. It's like a very interesting marketer uh, I would recommend you follow him not only so you could take our course uh, and, and win a, win a, what do you say, by the way? I've said this a couple times, a copy of our course. Yeah. Uh, I've tried to, I, I always like stop myself. I always stop myself. I'm like, did you purchase a, what's the word? Purchase a, of our course. Copy. I, I guess right? a copy. Yeah. I don't know. But that sounds like it's a, I don't know, like, like a magazine like or something. Magazine, yeah. I, I don't know. Okay, anyhow, Joe, that's awesome. Maybe we, we should probably do that. You know, give away some... Why do we have to do some, it? Joe's doing it. Yeah, okay, you're right. <laughs> Joe's doing it. <laughs> I'm going to retweet right. this also. So if yeah, you didn't yeah. catch his name when I spelled it out, you can yeah, yeah, retweet that. check our Twitter account. By the way, um, I just got a... Joe said he's getting a ton of interest <laughs> on his uh, tweet. Okay. Uh, he just said um, some really awesome applicants so far. Here's one person who DM'd Joe and uh, he said, hey, hey, Joe, I just saw your tweet about the Colin and Samir course. My channel is called Gradually and it's focused on personal growth type videos for Gen Z. I've got seven subscribers, but as I plan to upload more, I'm hoping for more subs. A little more about me. I dropped out of school to join a company to do what I love. Unfortunately, I got laid off in January and instead of going back to school, I'm going to try and start my own media company. I've been working on my website for a couple months, but once the website is done, I plan to post every week. Thank you so much. Please let me know if you have any questions. Much love, David. So that's someone who's like trying to get the course. Hopefully he gets a copy. That's so cool. If he doesn't, 
We'll get you a copy, David. That's super cool. All right, anything else, Colin? You have any other topics you want to throw at me? Nope. Nothing about catch-up. And that's it this week for the Colin and Samir podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. This was a wild episode. We were, uh, this is the end of the day here at the Colin and Samir studio. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We wanted to hop on and say what's up. We haven't uh, uploaded a podcast here in a while, but now that we are settled into this studio, most likely we'll be uploading more often. Um, and yeah, we're uh, exploring doing like an actual podcast channel. So let us know what you think about that. And for those of you who have purchased the course, thank you so much. Thanks for supporting us. Please let us know your feedback. Again, we are operating the course like a, it's a living, breathing um, uh, course. So we will be updating it over time. You can let us know in the Slack channel. Uh, you can let us know what you think. Um, but again, appreciate everyone who has purchased it. Um, that's, that's really awesome. And, and we're so excited to continue building that community. Also use the code tell better stories for 10% off. That's a code specific to this podcast. Yes. We also tweeted it, but you only know if you're part of the podcast gang, which is now known as the pod squad, the pod squad. Wow. If you made it this far, you're truly a member of the pod squad. Cause this was a crazy episode. That's it this week for the Colin and Samir podcast. One thing we'd love your feedback on, what do you guys think about having a separate podcast channel that goes along with our YouTube breakdown episodes? Something that's a little bit more reactionary and that we can update more regularly as news breaks in the creator space. Also, would you guys like a video component to this podcast? As we build into our new studio, we'd love your feedback on new content ideas, especially that surround the podcast space. If you're interested in our online storytelling course, again, we have a code for 10% off that's exclusive to this podcast. It's tell better stories. That's all one word. And you can check out the course on shopmoment.com. Just search for Colin and Samir or hit the link in the description for this podcast or head over to our Instagram. It's, it's everywhere on our platforms right now. We've linked it um, all across our platforms. Lastly, if you have a hot take on ketchup, tweet at us at Colin and Samir. All right, we'll see you next week.